Hey, all this is Sean Gerber. Thanks for listening today. But before we get started, I wanted to update you on the launch of my CISSP Cyber Training Membership for my listening audience. On March 5th, 2023, I began offering a monthly CISSP membership at 60% off my already low price. This is an introductory offer of $19 a month for the first year. With that insanely inexpensive price, you will get all of my CISSP content, practice exam questions, all my current and upcoming curated content, and finally, me. As I'm growing my products and services for my site, you will be on the ground floor to take advantage of an offer that will never, ever come back again. So if you're planning on taking the exam in 2023, or if you want to learn more about cybersecurity, this will be the time to make a life and career-altering decision for you and your family. This amazing offer is only available for the next two weeks, so I highly recommend that you don't delay and sign up today. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Reduce Cyber Risk and CISSP Training Podcast, where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam the first time. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to pass the CISSP exam and grow your cybersecurity knowledge. All right, let's get started. Okay, question number seven. What is the security mechanism that is typically put in place to ensure that data is not compromised? Okay, answer A, honeypots. Answer B, intrusion detection systems. Answer C, encryption. Answer D, host-based intrusion detection system, or HIBS is what I commonly kind of, has sounds like you have a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> Okay, so again, the security mechanism that typically is put in place to ensure that data is not compromised. Now, if you look at all these questions, which one would keep the data from being compromised? The answer is C, encryption. Encryption is commonly used to ensure that data is not compromised, both in transit and while it's sitting at rest in databases or other locations. Again, that is encryption. Answer C. Honeypots, what do they do? They kind of act as some the way that kind of a, allows people to bite off on something that's there. They, they become and they look like a, a free target. Intrusion detection systems are looking for intrusions, right? Host-based intrusion detection systems are something that's based on the host itself. So they're really just looking for other intrusions. But when it comes to ensuring that the data, keyword data, is not compromised, the answer is C, encryption. Okay, question number eight. When a device or slash capability is considered highly available, it means that the system must remain available A, most of the time, B, a large part of the time, C, only when necessary, or D, all of the time. Okay, again, the question is, when a device or capability is considered high availability, it means the system must remain available A, most of the time, B, a large part of the time, C, only when it's necessary, and D, all of the time. If high availability is called out and required, it must be available all the time. 
So again, by setting this requirement, you can add additional resources or terms in contracts to ensure that this occurs. What does that mean? It means if you are requiring this as a company that you must have high availability for those systems, then at that point you want to define that within your statements of work or within your contracts because that will drive, in some respects, how much work they have to do, but also how much money it's going to cost. So you have to determine, is high availability a necessity for your business? Okay, question number nine. Availability is compromised when a denial of service occurs and is A, mitigated, B, not mitigated, C, adequate protections are implemented, or D, a system has non-repudiation enabled. Okay, so again, availability is compromised when a denial of service occurs and is A, mitigated, B, not mitigated, C, adequate protections are implemented, or D, a system is non-repudiation enabled. So if you look at those three questions, really what it comes right down to, what is a denial of service? You need to know that. Denial of service is something that is denying you access to it. So the availability to gain access to the data, it's denying it. So if it's denying that service to you, then it hasn't been mitigated, right? So that you're causing issues. So adequate protections are implemented. That's out because it's not working. C or D, a system is non-repudiation enabled. That's really not that's talking and not about anything about denial of service. So you get rid of that. That's an easy one to throw out. And then D, mitigated. So C and D are pretty much the same, pretty close, right? B is not mitigated. So if you have denial of service, it is not mitigated and therefore it is causing you disruption. And the answer is B. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes as I would greatly appreciate your feedback. Also, don't forget the 60% off my membership at CISSPCybertraining.com will be ending on the 19th of March. So sign up today for this once-in-a-lifetime sales event. Thanks again for listening. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to FreeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.